How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Salutations, whether you're forever alone or forever attached to someone or something else. We welcome you to another edition of the Playmakers final one for the week. Couple days off, we'll circle back, but the weekend is here officially. Finally. Finally. And you're never alone. You got us. Right. At least for the next two hours. You guys are so blessed to have the opportunity to have our voices echo around your physical space and reality. You're welcome. We're also very lucky today. Uh, home team on Netflix. I'm very excited. I can't wait to leave work here to go watch the movie. Oh, he's too excited over there. Super excited. This is like a pretty cool job, I think. I mean, Netflix is literally available 24-7, right? Yeah, but this is the Sean Payton okay. story. Oh, God. The Sean, who, and, and it's Kevin James. Yeah, it is Kevin James. But that's not in your name, though. What's your name again? My name is Adrian Hernandez. Excellent. Glad to hear that. That is still the uh, the case. My name is Lindsey Brown. And like I said earlier, we are the Playmakers. We have a full slate of sports at our disposal to share with all of you today. Uh, apparently, Adrian wants to make a case for Josh McDaniels as a coaching candidate. So we're going to give him all of the space he needs to do that. Before I completely eviscerate him, we're going to talk about the NBA All-Stars. Apparently, there's some controversy. Uh, we learned of those details last night. I was actually talking to uh, the BetMGM Tonight crew as it was uh, going live. And the Wiggins starting in the Western Conference All-Star rotation. I, I'm saving my bullets for the segment. Apparent, okay. That's okay. So you're going you're gonna to advocate for Josh McDaniels and then you're going to bring it for the Wigginses. All right. We might. I have nothing against Canada. I would look but forward to the weekend that. too if I were you in a way. <laughs> uh, footiest of footballs because we got to preview those conference title games that are going to be played on Sunday. We'll take a hot lap around the NHL. Some random news nuggets and Briefly go over the 4-1 to loss yesterday. The Golden Knights suffered at the hands, or the paws, I should say, of the Florida Panthers. Well Those done. Vulnerable moments in the first and last minute of the periods-ish come to bite us back in the ass once again. Hopefully we all got our rabies shots, or I suppose you get those after the bite. We don't want any of those. I hear it's not a great series. Never had them. Don't not a great series, it. although it is limited. Uh, no awards given away, and then... Weirdly, this has been one of our themes this week, this conflicted consciousness, because I'm going to advocate for Jake Paul. So we're just rooting on the jerks today. Yeah, we are just all about it. But ultimately, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And today 
Uh, it seems that Jake Paul and I are friends, and I'm glad that you, all listeners, have joined us today. You are close personal friends of all of ours, all 10 of you, if we're rounding up. Uh, but anyways, we have to proceed with our can opener segment because that always leads it off. Our show, we need some room to breathe, to stretch out, and that's why I want to talk about some tennis today, Adrian. Are you... Uh, familiar or did you play it all when you were younger? The grass courts. The grass courts. The, the clay courts. All, both of those are options for surface playing. Yes. Uh, isn't there another surface Har- they could play on too? Hard court. And yes. the hard court. Yes. Listen, you, you can find me in the court. Um, the game of tennis. Uh, I, I tennis. Wore it. <laughs> The game of tennis. Uh, I wore I've wore a headband before. Shout oh, out yeah? to Nadal and, and Federer. Wilson. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So we can connect on that point. Yeah, let's do it. I'll put my headband on, and that's exactly where uh, I wanted to really lead off this conversation because last night I was watching Rafael Nadal play some tennis, and I I haven't watched nearly as much of the Australian Open as I had hoped, and I start to think about the days that are coming where. All of a sudden, Roger Federer is no longer available to us, just like how he is in this Australian. He's not in this Australian Open because he's got always. Um, I can do without Djokovic. He's not there for the reasons that we've already gone through. He's not there. But Nadal is. And Nadal has been one of those players that is part of the big three, like the legendary three, they call them, uh, in, in terms of greatest of all time. It's Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer. And they've all been chasing the 21st major, which would be a a record for the men's tennis side. Because on the women's side, Serena holds, well, technically Margaret Court still technically holds the all-time record, but Serena is one behind. I think it's like 26 or 27. But the boys have some catching up to do. And obviously there was a lot of riffraff around Novak getting into the country because he wanted to compete. He wants to be the one to cross that 21st major threshold. But instead, the only person that has that first crack of that opportunity is Rafael Nadal. And as I was watching him play Matteo uh, Berrettini last night from Italy, who's an up-and-coming star in this uh, in the in the tennis world, I just thought, I'm like, man, this has to be one of his best last shots at a title. Because it wasn't a guarantee that he was going to make it this far to begin with. And he was battling injuries too, right? Exactly. And Nadal is one of those bodies that has had to deal with the wear and tear injuries pretty much his entire career, even from a young age. We know just how hard we, we train and run those tennis prospects. And so it was a foot injury that he was returning from this time around, but his knees have been an issue. His ankles have been an issue. Uh, he's an artist on clay court. He's the best clay court player of all time. He slides in a manner in which I've never seen anybody attack the court with. And ultimately, that does carry over to the other surfaces as well. And just, as I said, the wear and tear of, of the years and years and years. And it's not like he was competing at a low level. Like, he has 20 majors himself. He has been part of the grind that is the World Tennis Tour or whatever they call it. It seems like they finish up after the U.S. Open, and then they have, like, the Mercedes-Benz Championships. And then in January, the Aussie starts again. It's never-ending. And so a lot of the conversation last night between the commentators, which obviously includes John McEnroe, who's one of the one of the best personalities, I think, in sports commenting. In, exactly. Uh, and how much respect that they had for him as – a talent, but more as a worker. They said that this guy, John McEnroe says, said it, he played against Jimmy Connors. You know, Jimmy Connors is, he was, mm-hmm. uh, won the U S open in the nineties was kind of that blue collar guy. Didn't win a ton of majors, but it was, you would respect how he played the game. Cause he just went with a very work pale, like, uh, highly emotional. John no, well, not really opposite, just highly emotional, just very, very 
quintessential American tennis in the 90s, 80s. Um, and he was just, he would be your poster child of hardest worker, loves it the most, the whole bit. He's just like, he would leave no stone unturned. And John said, until he met Rafael Nadal, Jimmy Connors was the hardest working person he'd ever met in this sport. And to come from John McEnroe, who himself is American tennis legend, and for him to have a front row seat to the last 20 years of tennis, which has been the Roger Federer party. That's the other aspect about Rafael Nadal's uh, pursuit for this record and just his mindset, because I feel like Roger and Novak really want the record. They really want to be the, the best of all time. They want to be ahead of the other two. I don't think Rafael really cares as much about that. And he could just be saying that because ultimately we all have egos, right? And everybody likes to see their name first. But the way in which that guy apparently attacks preparation Matteo Berrettini's a, a a big ball hitter. He needs to rely on his serve, and he needs to overpower his opponents. But Nadal kept hitting it in spots that made him feel uncomfortable. Nadal has adjusted his game in the last couple seasons himself. Instead of getting into long rallied points on his 37-year-old body that has been running for miles and miles and miles, thousands of thousands of steps, I'm gonna get a be- I'm gonna get a bigger first serve so I can cut the amount of points that I play in half, right? It's all these like little adjustments that you make and greatness is achieved in many different blueprints, but it's all about the pursuit. And then it's about your humility ultimately, because Rafael Nadal, when he was young, was a right-handed tennis player, but his uncle Tony, who ended up training him until like 2017, took it out of his hand in his right hand, and he put it in his left because he knew that he would have a unique nature as a left-hander. You're just Any deviation when everybody's right-handed, you're automatically going to have access to all these angles, all of these different plays that people just don't plan for because how often do I play a left-hander? Yeah. And, and that's what I think Nadal is really about is that intentionality and, and the collaborative approach to the pursuit. And I'm not saying that Novak and, and Federer aren't the same way, and I don't know any of these guys personally, and I can't say that I'm super familiar with how expansive their teams are. But I do know Nadal and what I see when he plays, and I see what kind of his spirit is. And this is a guy that purposefully puts water bottles on certain parts of the court every time, has the same routine, isn't bothered by other people, and is willing to change himself and change his game in order to achieve his goals. And McEnroe is pointing out, you know, so many people want to copy Nadal's style or the way that he plays or his backhand or his his swooping forehand or the sliding uh, abilities that he has on clay court. But ultimately, the most illuminating thing you could study about him is probably his everyday life without a racket. Because that's what it takes. Because you think about the pressure cooker that all of these p- players go up from from a young age. I mean, USTA is a different thing entirely, and I it's don't a know. whole different beast. It, it is a different beast, and it, when it's these individual sports, it, it's such you're on such an island, and so it can really be easy for you to first of all turn in on yourself and seek out other things that take you away from your goals, like. Almost every single big-time player has to go through a period of time in which they kind of lose their way. 
But now and how you adapt. Right. Like look at Andre Agassi. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of the superstars these days that are coming up, and I'm I'm even including the doll and these got little bit older guys, because they've seen the Andre Agassi's make their mistakes. I'm not going to turn right on that street. I'm going to go left. I'm not going to even go down that street. And what that does is a cumulative effect to your career and what you replace it with, that dedication. I think what we're watching, I, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to beat Daniil Medvedev, who's a very, very strong tennis player in, in his own right, has won a, at least one major in the last couple of years. And anytime you can steal a major away from Novak or any of the big three and Andy Murray, I mean, it's a good thing, but tennis is in a, a chapter-changing point, at least on the men's side right now. And so enjoy it while he is still here. And if Roger ever comes back, and Novak, if that's if you like watching him play, he's a hell of a tennis player. He totally is. Well, let me ask you. like, but It's a special moment. When we started and you said you haven't been able to be tuned in um, as much as you'd like, is that obviously you have Nadal. Uh, coming back, he also, the injury, he had COVID too, mm-hmm. so it's been rough for him to get back, and he's trying to chase this elusive 20, 21st Open um, yeah. and championship. But without Federer being there and then Djokovic with he's everything that's off-putting with what he's going through, has that kind of made you, like, not want to Ooh. watch as much? Ooh, that's a good point. That certainly Because the has, chase is still there. Uh, it's tough because tennis is, three of the majors are overseas, and so the timing is always a little bit tough. Uh Without having Roger in there, it certainly uh, deadens it a, a little bit for me. I always tended to watch more of him rather than Rafael and, and definitely more than Djokovic just because the one-handed backhand, the the smooth nature in which he plays, it's just I've never seen anything like I've never seen anybody move the way that he does. And same with Nadal. It's just so much more violent. It's so much more intense. Like, if you look at him, he's ripped as hell. Like, he is – I swear to God, he's bigger than he was uh, when he was younger. And, and But, again, you have to change the way that you play and change the way that you prepare and change the way that you are constructed. And tennis, being as highly individualized a, a sport as it is and you having the ability to finely tune and, and to meticulously micromanage your strokes and stuff, do you think a lot of those people think to themselves, you know what, you know what I need to change? The backhand. You know what I need to do? that This isn't working for me. Like, you have the pursuit of the majors, but ultimately you also have to say what's gotten me the first 20 is no longer good enough. Like that's, that's big stuff, right? Like you could just kind of rest on it. And even if it, even if it doesn't matter nearly as much to Nadal as it does to the other guys, you're still showing up and going out there. So ultimately it does, even if it's not. Hey, Cause you wouldn't be there and you wouldn't yeah. be battling injuries or battling COVID exactly. to still try to win. Exactly. And so I, I just I respect so much the the way that he approaches it. And again, I know that the days are numbered in the chapter of my life where the people I grew up watching are still playing. Oh, we're getting old. Let I me know. ask you. I don't want to be your therapist, but like oh, when, please, you, when you're someone has to be when you're when you're talking about Nadal and like his work ethic, I, I feel like you you enjoy that part, like just appreciating the chase for greatness. But then when you brought up, you know, tennis, you're by yourself, you're on an island. You and your career as hockey and being a goalie, a goalie, you could be on an island because everyone 100%. else. Is that what, like, attaches you and, like, the passion for oh, tennis? yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always say, said that I wish I would have started tennis earlier because I think I would have liked to have made a more, a more honest run at it in terms of, like, a collegiate sport. But you have to start probably just as early as you do on skates. 
Uh, but also, if I say that, I probably wouldn't love it as much as I do because it wasn't my main sport. And so tennis offered a great training ground for me to, first of all, get my ass in shape before hockey season started because tennis was always a fall sport for, for girls in high school. I didn't know you had to run as much as you do, but oh, that makes yeah, sense. Dude. I mean, games could be seven oh, hours. Oh, yeah, we run more than soccer players. Um, what? And, oh, yeah, they've tracked it. Yeah, they tracked it. Wow. Um, and you and you think soccer players, you're not running, like, full speed the whole time. You're going full speed the whole time pretty much in tennis. But, you know, it, that's just how it rolls. But – in addition to the it, to the cardio that it brought me, it's that same type of training ground that you're talking about with goalie, and it, it allowed me to just see it from different angles and to fight through battles with similar tools that I brought to the rink. And that's why ultimately the specialization with youth sports and stuff, that's what worries me and worries so many people because it's not just about the physical development. It's about the mental development. It's about the psychological development as an athlete and just looking at a problem from a different vantage point. Like all of us have gotten like writer's block or gotten to a point where this answer doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be here. Well, do you keep trying to solve it over and over and get more frustrated or do you take a break, step away and then come back to it maybe with a fresher set of eyes and everything else. And sometimes you can't take that break depending exactly. on what you're involved and so in you, and how you, intense. Exactly. And so, and as a kid, you yeah. know, just it's a so lot. You got to take, you got to take, the spot you got to take the advantages where you can find them and so i'm not saying everybody has to go be a three sport athlete but i am saying if you have a sport that includes hand-eye coordination or quick twitch reaction times or i don't know mental fortitude tennis is a pretty good place to start pretty damn good place to start in terms of training especially if you have young kids and uh you'd be surprised how easy it is to have kids pay attention on a tennis court versus like a baseball diamond or something it's very no odd. because if you're by yourself like that's why i want to well, put my son in by goal. yourself by yourself but like when when you're training and you're coming up in youth you're not but you can you can be your own person if that makes sense yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. you're you're with other people but you're not dependent on them to win or lose and that's the other thing i really liked about tennis and why i hated playing doubles because i didn't want to let anybody down and i also didn't want to be let down by anybody else's ineptitude so i was like singles all the way and now my body is paying for it i ha- i was trying to get to the test courts this morning but i was like maybe the first day i don't have pain in my forearm i don't go and just go balls to the wall I feel you. Monday, uh, though, it's happening. Real quick, though, yeah. hockey on clay, clay ice, or just clay, wouldn't that be sick? I mean, it, I, clay ice? I don't no, know if that's going to physically not a thing. work. I've never, clay. Oh, I love clay courts. They are the they are so fun to play on, and they're so much easier on your joints. I'm a huge fan. What if, can we get like a, a, a bouncier, can we play grass hockey? Grass hockey would Grass work. hockey would well, be we, field we'd, hockey. We'd, we'd have to change the puck. Yeah, it's okay. We, you can play hockey. Can be played with them. What if like a certain division? Objects. What if like a certain division had to play? Like that's a different aspect of building your team in the NHL. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I fix- saw on my Instagram story I posted earlier. Somebody was playing tennis in their hockey skates, and they were just on a little mini net. And so at Lens Brown thirty five, you want to check that out. You just you just got to play, and you got to move, and you got to compete, and get better. That's all. But it's about that dedication to the process, and some people do it better than others, and some people do it for their jobs, and some people do it for their obsessions. And some people, that's all in one big encapsulation. And that's basically what you and I do here on The Playmakers. We have so much more to get into. But first, Adrian has to really open up something here. (coughs) Making a case for Josh McDaniels as the coach of your Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, I'm ready to hear this one. Just trying to bring that championship pedigree to the city. All the four to the bat. We'll be back. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. 
the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Someone in this general studio area woke up today and chose violence, at least in opinionated <laughs> form. And for once, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I mean, at least in this particular arena. Uh, before we get into exactly that arena, I need to talk about William D. from Kentucky and his victorious picks last week that netted him $2,000 in our Giving Props Challenge. Giving Props is back for round three of the NFL postseason. If you miss this free play contest on either of the first two weeks, no big deal. I'm going to fill you in on all the deets you need to know. So you can play this very week. New props, another two grand up for grabs. All you got to do is text props, P-R-O-P-S, to 20357 to sign up. There are 10 new props that have been posted leading up to Sunday's games. Uh, Adrian, what are you feeling? I know yesterday you were talking about that Joe Burrow over under passing yards, but have you deviated away perhaps to a a better looking prop? I know it's a toss up with the Rams and the 49ers. Yeah. I'm going to spoil it, and we'll get into it later well, on okay, exactly well, why. I just, okay, well, if you don't want to get those spoilers, but you want to talk about like Cooper Cup and the receiving yards for him at 95 and a half, or Travis Kelsey at 76.5. Over on Kelsey. Okay, well, you won't spoil that one for us. The most correct picks this week wins $2,000, and whether you signed up before the playoffs started or today, this very minute, this very moment, you're automatically entered into a random grand prize drawing for $10,000 Text props to 20357 right now to make your picks before Sunday. That's props to 20357. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Lindsay, some people say my opinions are. I'm just dancing. Hey. I ain't think about nothing too controversial. Oh. We just dancing. Hey. We ain't think about nothing too controversial. So I was driving home last night, and I started thinking, Maybe I'm wrong about this McDaniels thing. And, and I went to went to my office and started doing research. And first off, the latest is Josh McDaniels. I don't know if he's landed yet in Vegas. Um, he will be here tonight. The Raiders brass will be uh, taking them around town for dinner, probably the wind buffet. And then tomorrow, you know, showing them the sights and sounds. They might catch a show. Uh, so they're going to spend the weekend together. And so I. I was thinking about everything and all the negative, and there's controversy. I go to Vegas when I look for a weekend of commitment, don't you? (laughs) It's a new era, okay, and I want the Raiders to be successful. So let's start off from the very beginning with the first thing that you'd kind of look at and be like, well, that didn't work out. Why would it work over here? The Broncos head coaching job. Lindsey, he was 33 years old at that time. He kind of foreshadowed the future of this league with the Sean McVeighs and the Cliff Kingsburys and the Brandon Staley's and all these young hires. Took a he, few years for us to get back into that age range, though, because so many people were deterred by the failure that was Josh McDaniels' tenure at the Denver Broncos. True, but a coach can only do so much. I mean, I have the roster pulled up. Uh, first oh off, when he, when he got hired as the Broncos head coach, his starting quarterback was Jay Cutler. Uh, they immediately didn't have, you know, the best rapport. Uh, so he got traded in that offseason. What, before. the gunslinger quarterback wasn't his fit? That's weird. You mean the quarterback that got traded to the Bears, and then in the eight years that he was there, they only had two seasons over 500, one playoff appearance because of Brian Erlacher and uh, good, uh, all the Good guys enough to make a defense. few mil for Miami a couple seasons ago, though. No, true. But, I mean, we can ask Joe O next week. I don't think it worked out for Jay Cutler in Chicago. But in terms of... Of the Broncos when they traded Jay Cutler, who was he left with? 
Let's look at this offense. Let's break this down. Brandon Marshall. Basically. My man, my man, Kyle Orton, who was battling oh, yeah. my legend, one of the best NFL analysts, but really wasn't that good of a quarterback. It was Kyle Orton versus Chris Sims. That was the QB battle in Denver that season. Come on. Yeah. Who's the running back? No, Sean Moreno. Remember that guy? That is a hell of a football name. Uh, like you said, Brandon Marshall, Eddie Royal. Did they start 6-0 and that year? No, they started 3-0, and and they finished like 5-11. and Or no, they went 3. They, they it, Listen, it was a bad season, obviously. Okay, so that's one of two seasons in which he coached that team, and that one was a bad one. So you're, okay, so whatever you lay out in the second season, it's so insurmountably successful that you are willing to pin the Raiders' futures I just on think, that most recent stint. No, I, I just think that the Broncos, I, I, I don't think it was the best situation. It was early. Uh, let, let's let people mature. He, he's much older now. That was exactly, that was over 10 years ago. He's in his 40s now. He's been through some things. But, okay, so the Broncos, that didn't work out, like I said. Let's move forward a little bit in his career. You didn't even talk about the best part when they won against the Steelers. Don't you remember the pass? It was the deepest throw. I mean, Tim Tebow, I know it was weird. It was weird. Adrian, I know it's weird because, like, you usually didn't see Tebow's throw more than, like, five yards at a time, but then he just over the Steelers. In fact, maybe that's why you like McDaniel so much. I'm just saying there's some bias here. I'm just saying, I hate you, might not, you might not know it consciously, but subconsciously, he did beat your Steelers. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I, yeah, Look, so that, that happened. That's a plus on my side. He had to work with Tim Tebow. So Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler, Tim Tebow, and Chris Sims. No disrespect to Chris Sims. You're amazing. Um, so all let's, the disrespect to Kyle Orton. Apparently. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. You're not Randy Orton. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the Colts situation. So oh, man. it was ugly. You forgot about the cheating scandal. That just means he wants to win. Is that not what we want here in okay. Vegas? Well, I, I you don't just, think a lot of cheating happens in this city? I think there's plenty of that going on. But as I, we've previously talked about, I'm more than results. At least what I'm when I'm looking for candidates. But I won't. We won't expound that much younger, on his cheating younger. scandal. He was younger. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? People make mistakes. So more easily led astray because you know most of us aren't grown ass men at 32 or 33. I mean, his head coach was cheating too. Mm. Uh, well, that's, if that so, cheap went over the edge, why not me? So of course we, we bring up the cheating. Scene. We're just going to throw out all the negative things, Lindsay. Somebody asked to. Look, so he went to the Colts. It was ugly. Um, you don't really do that in a professional sense. Do but what? also, you don't quit on the team after saying you're going to coach them. But let's not just act like Andrew so, Luck didn't do the same thing. And Bill he Belichick did the same exact thing. Copycat. I'm, I told you I'm going to eviscerate your argument. Yeah, you're right. I mean, sure, I mean, he made the right decision. Um, That's true. <laughs> he made the right decision. And did Josh McDaniels not make the right decision by going to the Patriots and winning more Super Bowls and the Colts having to do We're what all, the Colts who else are is going to hire now? him? Who else is going to hire him at that point? I mean, but he pay, if, if that was an error, he's paid his dues. So the Colts situation, all I'm saying is that Andrew Luck retired. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't just quit that job without knowing that that was going to happen. Someone had to say something. That's not a, just a random coincidence. What, that he retired at the time that Josh McDaniels left? Yeah. I think Andrew Luck had more than enough built-up trauma of being chased around by 
defensive no, I'm not saying that that's why Andrew Luck retired. Yeah. I'm saying that Josh McDaniels was probably like, oh, wait a minute. He's not going to be here? Yeah, I'm not here oh, for a it rebuild. It doesn't sound like he has very uh, much confidence in his abilities to develop a quarterback, which is potentially what he would have to do here. Or just, not if they kept it. No, no. I, or I, maybe usher in a second chapter, which he wouldn't have been able to do anyways. I mean, Jacoby Brissett well, actually wasn't that bad. And didn't he spend time under Josh McDaniels up in the pa- Patriots land? Because uh, who, would know, that, who would know better than Josh? So for Josh to be like, hey, this probably isn't my best situation. Rightfully so. And what's Jacoby Brissett doing? I think he's a snake. That's what I think. Okay. That's, listen. And this is a team that needs more than something with fangs. I think he's. We got the attitude plenty. We need to have somebody to rein it in. Does he seem like a rein it in guy to you? I think he's, I'll do whatever it takes guy to win. I think that's going to bode well. Do you think people care if the results come and and everything else stays the same and we still, every few weeks, we get a bad story about something happening? As long as they win. That's, Do that's you think a, that we're still in that we're in that point as a community? No, I mean the the off the field stuff. But to to say that that's going to continue because he's there and he's not going to be able. Who's to, to say it's going to? It could continue it, even anyone. if he's not he, exactly. So don't. But, but you're you saying can't he's criticize. the guy to rectify it. You're saying that he's the guy to grab the wheel and get this thing back on track. Yes. I mean, listen. Uh, Out of all I'm, the candidates that they have, I think this is the most unimaginative process that they're going through so you want to hire brian flores who's probably the most outside of i don't even have to hire brian flores how about we get somebody outside of the patriots coaching tree how about we get somebody outside of the search committee to do our dirty work for us and figure out who could be a good candidate for this no but sure the history of the track record of people who have left bill belichick is not good. It's like one or two people that have done good. Everyone else, from Romeo Cornell to Bill O'Brien and guess what? When to they, Patricia. When they show up at one spot, they tend to multiply. You don't think that they're going to have more Patriots people coming down here. And again, if this is all that you want, and since, you know, what you take from New England and you place in another city, it grows exactly the same sunflower, right? Same exact crop, same exact situation. I think it would be such a monumental mistake for them to go down this road with them, with with McDaniel's and whatever that staff is. But it could all be smoke and mirrors. I mean, there there has to be something said for him being one of the few people that has been by Bill Belichick's side for the six Super Bowl wins. Why does that? Why, why is that the end all be all though? Do you think just because the Patriots, you're a good winner doesn't mean that you're a good coach? Do you you're a think good the Patriots had a crazy offense while Tom Brady was there? They had it no. for one year when Randy Moss was there. Agreed. Last year, Mac Jones, I thought Mac Jones was going to be a bust. The fact that they made the playoffs was incredible. Everyone thought that was supposed to be the Dolphins making the playoffs, not the Patriots. Agreed. They And I don't think Tom Brady, I don't, I, I don't want to get specifically into Tom Brady, but some of the things that he's done with the offenses and the lack of pieces, the pieces that we do have, that the Raiders have now, I think that, that can, he can improve that and he can be a coach and make our team better. And, yes, he's made mistakes in the past. Yes, the Denver thing was a disaster. The Colts thing was ugly. But there were reasons for it. He didn't just say, hey, Colts, you know, I actually I think I'm going to miss New England. Uh, this is going to be difficult. Andrew Luck retired. Andrew Luck retired. He went there thinking he had a franchise Pro Bowl If you ask somebody for a reason why they treated you like crap, they're going to give you one. I just think I, that's so shady to me. Like, as someone who's been in a locker room, that's so shady to me. How how he's ha- how he handled that how he's literally like just skunked out of there in the middle of the night just went back to daddy's 
Bill Daddy But Bill. you could say the same thing about Andrew Luck. Like, if you want to. Andrew Luck moved on with his life. No, I, yeah, obviously. But, like, you don't think some of the and players Andrew Luck still is away? in the pocket taking hits. Josh McDaniels wears a visor with a piece of paper in front of his face. He's and calls the plays. one responsible for the team and the results of the team. Granted, a quarterback is also like next in line so in terms Josh of Josh McDaniels is the X factor for the Patriots' success. That's what that's what you're saying. Josh McDaniels has been by Bill Belichick's side for mo- six of the Super Bowl victories. Mm-hmm. So clearly, it's him. No one else. No one else. No one else. Well, no Not one else could leave. No one else just. No you one didn't leave the nest. Staff. So clearly, you're the best flyer we have. Because once you left and you came right back because your wings weren't ready, well, now you're definitely ready because you've gotten the reps here for sure because Bill Belichick definitely enables the people, especially that don't have his last name, to have leadership things in his team. I, I don't discount Josh McDaniels as a candidate. The fact that he's the lead candidate for this team is what is unacceptable to me. He could be staying in New England, and we all assumed because he was taking over Bill Belichick's job. That's, that, that's, that's exactly. So the fact that he's considering – Joining our team, I think that's a big deal because why he's a golden goose. He's good. He just needs to stay there and wait it out. And the worst that they do, Bill, or just as Bill gets older, he might be like, you know what? It's your turn. Bill's You've already been older. I bet you he wants to coach now, and Bill's not ready to hand it off. So just, but I f- it's been like it, clearly it's been like that for over a decade because he well, took the sure, job. Well, sure, but Broncos. why is it why is it this year like that? But that's the thing. If he was gonna leave for Indy. And now, then why didn't you go back out the next year? Because you couldn't. Because now enough time has passed where the, bur- the bridges that you've burned are now just smoldering. I mean, so I- you, can, uh, you can go into this conversation with Mark Davis and have these talks. But ultimately, I guarantee you, there are more voices in the locker room that disrespect what, the actions of what he's done in the past than would actually say publicly. And ultimately, it doesn't matter what those guys say publicly. Because it's about whether or not they're bought in on the football field. And we haven't seen that success from him. He hasn't given himself that chance for success to, to garner you, that from people. What do you mean? He doesn't have credibility? I'm as saying he hasn't. Coordinator, no, as a head as a coach, coach, Adrian. Yes, but there's, there's a balance. Like, he did something super bad professionally when he took the head coaching job with the Colts. But as an offensive coordinator, he also did incredible things. And You're that's a leader, and too. you were willing to jump ship because all of a sudden the situation got a little bit too real for you too fast. I or don't care about it's a what. Business. I don't care. I, I Again, it is a business, but that doesn't mean I want to do business with you. I can do business with so many other people. I can do business with people that are at least straight up, up front with what they are. And, and this is a tricky situation because it's been so bad for the Raiders off the field that. Correct. The mentality shouldn't be, okay. We're not going to be the Florida Gators with Urban Meyer, where they win a national championship and all the things off the field that were happening were bad and terrible and Aaron Hernandez and all the, all the people getting arrested and stuff like that. We're not in that position, nor should you ever be. But this guy is, is, a, is a proven person, and who's to say that anyone else, like, at some point there needs to be results on the field as well. And I can't assume that whoever they bring in is going to keep the same type of mentality and let this stuff happen because it can't continue to happen. I just like my leaders to hold themselves accountable to the same standard that they expect their players to. That's all. Should we move on? I think we got NBA all-star time to get into because Andrew Wiggins is a starter and Carl Anthony Towns has congratulations to hand out. Other side of the break, 1140. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Oh, you brought it down too quickly. I didn't even get the chance to kick in. We don't even have a read or anything to talk about except for the Wiggins. Now you can turn it down. You missed it. It's okay. 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 It's okay. We're working out the little details here and there. Eventually you get comfortable with your new environment and Ultimately, I think that's what's happened to Andrew Wiggins, who played the majority of his career for my beloved Minnesota Timberwolves. He was the number one overall pick for the Cleveland Cavaliers and then was immediately traded to the Wolves in the part of the uh, Kevin Love package mm-hmm. when LeBron. Thank uh, you, Bron. Yes, yes, you're welcome. Uh, and you're welcome for the centerpieces of your current iteration of, of championship dreams because there's plenty of shared lo- bloodlines there too. But Andrew Wiggins probably had the best – phone call of his life telling him that he was getting traded to the Golden State Warriors. Um, And he didn't really probably fully realize it, especially since the Warriors were quote-unquote bad at that point because Clay was obviously out. Uh, Steph was out at that point, too, with his wrist injury. And then Steph comes back. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, there's a reason why we called this guy Maple Jordan. And now his career has come basically full circle in his two-and-a-half seasons with the Warriors where he has learned how to win and learn how to be a member of a team in a winning culture. 
and he has been voted to his first career NBA All-Star appearance as a starter, which matters a whole damn lot to, to most of these players. And if you're wondering how those are determined, 50% fan voted, 25% players, and 25% media. And as they found out these results last night, ironically, the Wolves were playing the Warriors. Because so, of course. Because of course. And uh, Carl Anthony Towns, who called Wiggins his brother, went through many years of battling together, but a lot of really tough times, had uh, this to say. What do you think of, of Wig getting the All-Star nod, and would you like to join him in a, in a couple of weeks uh, on the All-Star team? I mean, I think that is beautiful. I told him on the court, I think everyone saw it, you know, I was extremely happy for him to be named the All-Star. I told him that his day was coming. Uh, even the last time we played in Warriors, I said, I can't wait to see you in All-Star. I can't wait to see you in Cleveland. It's, a, it's funny how the story comes full circle. So just tell him how I think that he's going uh, to make it. Uh, I, my vote was for him. So uh, I just want to see my teammates be great. You know, I think that if I've shown anything in my career, I'm willing to put my pride to the side for the betterment of others. And I love that my teammates, you know, regardless of their former or current, are, are doing well. You know, it's, it's a bond you build. You know, we went to wars together, you know, out there. You know, we won't play games. We prepared for these games. You know, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears we put into this game for each other. I just want to see him see the fruits of his labor, and I'm glad that he's able to uh, see that today. A lot of controversy. Coming back at this selection, but again, not one person or one governing body decides these results, but Andrew Wiggins is a starter on that Western Conference roster, also on that team so far. LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, the Wiggins, Steph Curry, and John Morant. Pretty solid starting five. I'll let you do the Eastern Conference because that's where you are from. Yeah, the Eastern Conference, we got Kevin Durant as the captain, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, So, yeah, those are the 10 starters. Uh, Later on next week, early next week, Mm -hmm. uh, the reserves uh, voted on by the players and coaches uh, will be announced. Is this the part where I have to do my thing and be very upset? Because I kind of am upset about this. You're upset? No, yeah, be exactly what you feel. So, first and foremost, as a Timberwolves fan, and as Andrew Wiggins getting voted uh, in the back or in the front court, excuse me, if this prevents Cat from not making the All Star game, would you be mad at that? No, I'm not mad at it. I I, I think Cat's had a really good year, but I th- and and he's taken a step, but ultimately there's more to be seen from him, and there's a reason why he's not voted a starter yet. And I would much rather have that him feel like he over earned it that he perform too well to finally get that than to have it prematurely arrive. I'm not saying that's happening with the Wiggins, but there's a lot of people that are. Or at least they're pissed because, well, who did you leave off then? Or- well, that's that's the problem that if in the reserves, like I'm saying, the why I asked, like yeah. if Cat or someone deserving misses out because, I, like, there's so much, first off, Andrew Wiggins, it was the 24th best scoring, like he has the 24th best scoring average just in the Western Conference. If there's any year for him to make the All-Star game, it's this year because in the front court this year, Paul George has been out, Zion's been out, Kawhi Leonard's been out, Anthony Davis, Klay Thompson out for most of the season, and then now uh, during this past couple weeks, Rudy Gobert and Draymond have been out. But he's been in the league eight years. His stats, this isn't even the best statistical That's year true. that he's that he's had. He in used his to career. get a lot more points playing in Minnesota, but that was when he had to have the whole team on his back. Now he's playing team basketball where you can have, you know, a field goal percentage at forty eight point three and a forty one point two percent 
three pointer. I mean, and the third I'd rather be more consistency, player. right? True, Consi- I mean, he's just, but it's just he's averaging the eighteen points, and, the, yeah. and he he plays a little bit of defense. One thing I do want to bring up is that uh, the what's his name? He's playing Bam, a lot Bam, defense now. Bam, Bam. Yeah, but so he's is, trying. But he's trying. The team is a lot better at de- defense. What happens when you have Draymond Green? Uh, in that culture, True. Uh, which is not not a knock. He's doing it. I mean, he could not be doing it, but he is. Uh, shout out to Bam Bam from the K-pop band Got7. You know about this dude? No. He tweeted out to vote for Andrew Wiggins, which is one of the main reasons why he got this influx of voting. Also, the Warriors fan base, they, you know, they go crazy with this. Uh, the, yeah. one, the one thing, the, the, or the two things. First, what I brought up is if someone who's deserving misses out, that sucks. And also... The the headline that the two number one seeds in the NBA, the Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns, yeah. have no starters that in is the All Star game a problem. But the fourth Agreed. best player on the team, yes, is in the All Star game. Like, what are we? What? Come on, that like, I can understand. That I can understand. Like, I want to watch Tyler Hero run around like a baby goat. Like, I love watching that guy move. Like, there's just some people I don't even have to watch him play basketball or even shoot the ball. I'm like. Or the result, really. I just want to watch you move amongst space and amongst people. Uh, And Wiggins was definitely not one of those people, uh, although he is a very talented individual and obviously has taken a large step in his still very young career. You're like, oh, it's been eight seasons. But these guys get in the league at 19, so he's like, what, 27? You know, it's it's, it's wild how I feel, feel like there was a little bit of a lull generationally with a lot of the picks that the Wolves were getting versus a lot of the young talent that's coming to the league the last two or three years like Trey Young picked it up pretty damn quick John Morant picked it up pretty damn quick uh but like the Wiggins year your boy Ant right now yeah Ant picking it up pretty quick but people were all over him last year's like oh he's dunking he's not playing enough defense he's not I'm like guys don't expect these guys to be complete players the second you get him he's 19 freaking years old you gotta tell him not to eat gushers for breakfast still (laughs) that's true dude you know it's like if we, if we got to work on the outside decisions and make sure we're staying the straight and narrow, that also carries over to the basketball court as well. And Ant seems like an, an exceptional individual, holds himself to a very, very high standard and expects great things from himself. And that's where you can find those outliers where uh, it's more about the ethic rather than the work that's but already I, been done. I can't, I can't say that about Andrew Wiggins. No, I no, can't. agreed, agreed. Eight I, years into the league. Agree. And having to join one of Do like, I think Andrew Wiggins is probably voted in for another All-Star game after this? No. I think this is probably your flash in the pan moment. But who knows? Maybe this worst. is maybe this yeah. But he, he's top three. Yeah. Uh, let me But so, he, it's not like this is a John Scott situation with the NHL a few years ago where it was like a literally an AHL guy where people But that's that, what I was gonna ask you. That yeah. happens and that's happened in yeah, hockey. Yeah, but a this lot. is he's a star and this that would be the equivalent of like a G League person getting voted in. Well the reason why so the reason why the rules change is because they one year we were, Twitter was like, let's all vote in Zaza Pachulia yeah. because he's it's about Zaza, to retire. Yeah, yeah, and they did it. So they were like, Hold on, we need to switch it. But so according to like the fan the the coaching votes and the media votes Rudy Gobert and Draymond Green were the two guys. And both that of them, as you mentioned, have been out. Have been hurt. They got most of the votes. Andrew Wiggins didn't get no votes from the media, but because of the fans, and that's where I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back because And who pays like, the bills? No, but listen to what I'm saying. Like, are you watching an all-star game for Draymond Green to set a screen or Rudy Gobert to get like this basic dunk? Like, no, we want to see something exciting. Exactly. I really want to see Andrew Wiggins in the dunk contest. Uh, people don't know Andrew Wiggins can dunk. He's always said not no, as good no, as Zach no, Levine, no, though. No, of course, Zach's the GOAT. But he, Andrew Wiggins, earlier this season, someone, or in the offseason, someone posted on Twitter 
Um, him trying to attempt a 720 dunk. Mm. He almost nailed it. Uh, shout out, you know what, Wiggins? Make it your weekend. Do the dunk contest. Yeah. Maybe maybe you'll finally get to play with LeBron. Um, you know, actually, maybe he'll – and he might not vote for you out of spite. That'd be hilarious if he doesn't draft him. Yeah, I, I hope – I wish nothing for the best for him and his family. I, I, I – one time his dad provided – factions of my family with tickets to a playoff game because she uh my aunt ran into him at the gym all the time and they're great people a uh, great basketball family and so i'm, I'm glad well, this that this is what this is well yeah you have your own biases i have mine too but i i'm i typically if you don't show me good play i'm not gonna reward you and I, that's the thing like wiggins is completely different than what he was in minnesota is he as worthy as some of the names that have been left off no but is this a guy that is realizing some of his potential as a number one overall draft pick? Like, just think of what oh, that feels not, like. Not, no, just not, think, not no, eight Adrian, years Adrian, in. Not eight years Adrian, in. he was going to be with the Wolves his entire career. Yeah, you get to make a max deal. But guess what? Do you know how? Do you know what it feels like to never live up to your potential? Like every yes, day. Yes, I'm a Cleveland sports fan. I know, but like when it's you personally, like if you didn't, if if yeah, like, yes, exactly. And so when you have that all the time. Like, it's easy to get down into the toilet bowl. It's easy to get into bad habits. It's easy to go into autopilot. And so I think with this, maybe this helps trigger a different level in him entirely. I'm just happy for the progress. I really am. You don't see that very often where people pull themselves back away from the edge of the sports abyss. But don't worry. We have a whole other hour of sports before the weekend's. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.